Welcome to It Came From A Podcast. It's February 24th, 2016, and this is our relaunch episode, episode 22. We did have a small issue on YouTube Live where all of my audio for some reason was pushed to the left channel, and it was very low. This was due to OBS, but um, we managed to fix it for the next one, so I apologize in advance for that, guys. So all that aside, in this episode, we're talking about Deadpool. Daredevil Season 2, Batman vs. Superman, and much more. Here we go. My name is Sergio YM, and joining me as always is Ricky Kasman. What's up? So this is our um, our double our two box overlay. If you're watching us, and um, Ricky, your resolution is is stretched. I look funky, huh? Yeah, we're gonna have to go to HD eventually. But um, anyways, uh, so we're gonna talk about relaunch. We're gonna talk about BVS. I never called it that until today. Batman v Superman. We're going to talk about Daredevil and the Oscars. Daredevil, Oscars, uh, a little Wolverine. Yeah, a little bit of Wolverine. Wolverine. Deadpool. Actually, you saw Deadpool. I saw Deadpool. You saw Deadpool, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw Deadpool at um, Homestead in a, an extremely empty theater. In the, the, it was so bummish. It was such a letdown. It's so, it's so weird that you it was an empty theater because you saw it right after it came out, right? I saw it like I think a, a week later. I saw it. I saw it opening night in New Jersey in sub zero temperatures, and it was uh, it was packed. It was surprisingly it was like negative five degrees, and everybody went out to the movies to see Daredevil um, in Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, Daredevil, sorry, Deadpool in Clifton, New Jersey, um, and it was a lot, a lot of fun. So yeah, we got we got to talk about Deadpool for sure on this one. Yeah, but anyway, so I think the first thing we should bring up is the relaunch because clearly we're trying to do, yep. do this whole relaunch on YouTube Live, and um, you know the elements are against us, and the elements being Comcast and maybe the weather, the, the pouring rain. The struggle is real. Yeah, exactly. Um, we were gonna do this last week, and as soon as I connected, I hardwired my PC. Comcast just cut off my connection yeah. completely, thinking that. Someone was trying to connect a router and steal the internet or something. So like Comcast is definitely not a sponsor of our. More, we cut them loose. Of our podcast, cut them loose. It's now um, uh, Smith Smith Cookies. What's her name? Mrs. Smith. Mrs. Smith Cookie. Yeah, that's who we got right now. That that piece of the mall. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, anyways, um, for relaunch, what we're doing is we're going on YouTube, as you could probably see us right now, and we're gonna be on the archive as soon as our show's done. We're still pushing the SoundCloud, which goes out to the RSS feed. So if you guys want us on your podcatcher, podcast catcher, you'll still be able to get us. And um, now we're we're live Wednesday nights at eight thirty Eastern time, which is Florida time. We're a little late today. Oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely late. 
Cut us, cut us some slack. It's the first episode. We have cut us two some minutes. Slack. We have two minutes left on the show, by the way. <laughs> go, 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 go. All right, anyways, so you can expect more segments, more specials. We have Origins, a new special that's sort of going to be about talking about specific characters in all kinds of uh, categories for like you know in comics and books and movies etc. We kind of uh, we did one already kind of uh, so go check that one out. We did one on Deadpool actually before the movie came out. Yeah, and we're changing the name around a little bit. Um, it went from the anatomy of to Hollownet thanks to my wife who was pointing out that anatomy may sound a little off. Right, right. Um, yeah, and for most of these, I'll probably be with you in in studio, but I'm a little sick today and I didn't want to contaminate you, so I'm doing it from. From home, and we appreciate that. My daughter yeah. appreciates it. So it's it's alive. Anybody may walk in at any time. Who knows? I may not be wearing pants. Nobody knows. You know. Actually, that's the beauty of um, going from the waist up. Right. Exactly. I just can't stand up. So we're also doing more. We're gonna have more guests. We're gonna have interviews, and we're gonna have events. We're going to Comic Con this year. So we are going. To, we are going to Comic Con. And um, yeah, so that's relaunch. And now, since we have one minute left. <laughs> Let's go to PBS. Thanks for joining us, guys. Oh, see you yeah. next. Thanks. See you next week. Let's do. Let's talk a little Batman vs Superman, right? Um, okay, so go. Yeah. So so WB is apparently re- preparing uh, to release an R-rated version of this movie after we've already seen it in theaters. Um, according to FilmRatings.com, this this is happening because there's a lot of sequences of violence in a cut. Of the movie, so I mean, in order for it to be for there to be an R-rated version, there has to be blood and like gore. I really, yeah, I seriously doubt there's going to be any strong sex scenes in this movie. So I don't think it'll be like a sex scene like thing. A threesome <laughs> with oh man, that that'd be interesting. That would lead to some awkward articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I, I'm assuming there's going to be some some crazy violence when it comes to the fights. I don't know if between Batman and between Superman. Um, there's that whole line in the in in the trailers where Batman's asking Superman if 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 he bleeds or whatever. So maybe he'll make him bleed and they'll be like Bleh! anime styles, just like yeah. Blood it's probably pressure. like strong language and a lot of arguing. I mean, you know what's funny to me is that this happened. This was this sort of this popped up on filmratings.com right after Deadpool started being so successful, which yeah. I found a little weird. And, I am. Um, um, you know, normally it's scary when someone starts talking about the Blu-ray release before it's <laughs> even out. Well, let, let, let's talk about Batman vs. Superman for just a little bit because I've been reading reports that apparently the the movie's not doing as well in test screenings as um, as the studio wants it to be. And apparently they've cut a lot of the Superman stuff, kind of, and, and they've reshaped it to be more Batman than anything. So, I mean, I we, we've... I don't know. We've, we've, you and I have definitely had our qualms with this movie. I, I think the movie is going to be solid. I think if, I think the issue with the movie is going to be in the in the third act. I think once the whole battle between Superman and Batman is over and they're fighting, I think Darkseid or whatever. I think that's where the movie's going to start to, to to weaken up a little bit. Um, but I am very excited to see Ben Affleck as Batman, and I think that's going to be the highlight of the movie. I mean, I'm look like I said. I this is one of those movies that I want to succeed, even though a part of me, my gut feeling, says that it's going to be okay. Uh, it gives me a lot of that kind of like the Amazing Spider-Man Two vibe, where there's a lot going on, 
And um, but it's supposed to be I think it's supposed to be a long movie, though. So if it's long, it, it might be enough time for them to actually go through those things. Now, we'll see. We'll see. The other thing, too, is actually I'm going to switch this up for us and you're going to hate me for doing this. Oh, God. I'm going to bring up Wolverine three Okay. because it's also going for a rated R. Well, it's going to be rated R. Right. But, again, because it's but then it, it's Fox. So. From from what I understand, and I, I read an R, a THR reported today, um, Wolverine three was always aiming for R rating due to the level of violence in the script by Michael Green. Um, a lot of people have wanted um, this story to be the old man Logan storyline, and if it is, it, it would kind of have to be an R, or if it has elements of that, it would have to be R rated movie. And remember, at Comic Con, they gave us the. They gave us that poster where where he had the claw with like a middle finger and stuff. So um, the Wolverine one, I don't think is so much a a, a coincidence because uh, um, done on purpose because of, of Deadpool. I think they kind of had it in mind to do R, and they were maybe testing the waters with Deadpool. But I don't think it was a result of of a, a direct result of Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, it could have been just brought up afterwards. Um, I, I'll be honest. I love the R ratings. A lot of these movies... Well, by the way, Deadpool. We watched Deadpool. There was like an eight-year-old kid walking in with the mom and dad. And there, there's, there's, I mean, there's there's one... There's a sex scene in, in that movie that I would cringe if there was any little kids <laughs> near me. It's like a three-minute long... It's a sex montage, basically. It's like three minutes long. And then, like, there's... I had a coworker at work who he... Uh, he told me he was t- his he was going with his family and his, his nephews who are eight and three, and I'm just like no man, don't please or not eight and three sorry like seven and three. I'm just like dude, don't yeah, don't do no, it. I, I I agree. I, it was a little weird to see kids in there in the first place, and me and my wife were like, okay, there's we kept saying there's an eight year old kid watching this right now. So, um, anyways, I just find it weird that. Rated R movies are becoming, you know, like everyone goes for PG-13 because you get a, a wider audience, of course, to watch the film. But rated R, just I mean, some of my favorite films are rated R. And I, I didn't really think about it until I started looking at them. And sometimes they get that rating for something as small as just maybe too much blood or you use the F word. If, if you drop, if you drop like, like, like two F bombs, it's, 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 yeah. it's the, the, I just don't want it to become a trend in comic book movies just I, I don't want people to do it just to do it like I could never for example I don't think they ever will but Marvel I, I like like Marvel Studios um, I don't think an R-rated movie would ever fit in their cinematic universe it just doesn't go it doesn't go well even like their Netflix shows are they, they pushed up they, they're not R but they, they're kind of in that territory but even then they're not quite there so like for for certain for like the fox movies for some of them it'll work but i just don't want to see every single comic yeah. try to do an r rating because it's just you don't have to do it for what i do hope that happens now is that see i think this will open up the door maybe for a lot of like um adaptations for um for for more independent comics like a lot of the image comics and stuff like that stuff a lot of that stuff is very very like on the R-rated side. So maybe we can see more adaptations of, of comic book material that's not necessarily Marvel or DC. Um, and I think this will open up the door for that kind of thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think, you know, when you compare some of these movies to the comics, the comics are extremely over the top sometimes. And, um, you know, for Civil War, I was hoping that they'd go with a rated R. I mean, like with uh, an R rating, because... I love how violent 
Civil War was in the comics. Yeah, but that that's not the Civil War we're going to get in the movie. It's no, be I know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, there's a bigger thing we have to talk about. And it is our thing of the week. Thing of the week. Thing of the week. I got to do it on camera. It's weirder doing it on camera. I don't know. We got to record it. Yeah. My, uh, my, my thing. (laughs) So what's your thing of the week? I'm I'm trying to get past that. My thing of the week has nothing to do with movies. Um, but it does have to do with pop culture and, uh, Maybe a little controversial, but... Oh, dude, I'm gonna... Uh, I know. So, I know. I'm... I'm a very big Kanye West fan. I, I know, know, dude. I know a lot of people hate him, and Diggy's crazy. If you see me... Look, if you, <laughs> he is if, crazy, though. If, if you see me on my phone during this this podcast, it's because he's been going on an all-day Twitter rant, and I have my phone set to notifications for like whenever he, he writes on Twitter, and he's just been going off, so I've been checking it all day. Um, my thing of the week is Life of Pablo. is his new album that he dropped um, last Did week. Did you pirate it? No, so so here's the thing, and the, this this is why I put it on thing of the week. First of all, I don't pirate. <clears throat> second of all, um, <laughs> s- s- second of all, um, we talked. Uh, we did an episode about streaming services, and we talked about Spotify and Title and all that stuff. And I actually got Title to listen to Life of Pablo on Title. Um, I actually really like Title as a streaming service uh, after listening to the Life of Pablo. Um, it's kind of it's it's set up a little differently on Spotify. It has videos. Um, it's curated a little bit more to, to be able to personalize. So I know I had this Title in the past, but I'm kind of becoming a, a believer, and I might actually switch uh, from Spotify to Title um, due to this experience. But yeah, so he drops Life of Pablo. Um, he basically drops it during SNL. He's performing. He tells everybody that to go on. And originally, he was going to put it on on title and on his web and on his, no and, and on his website and on his website you could download it. You could buy it for twenty bucks and download it. It was up for like ten minutes and then he took it down. The problem is that within those ten minutes, people had bought it and they pirated it. And then he's now he's like saying that the only way to officially listen to it is on title. He's not even going to sell it. Um, so I actually really, really like the album. Um, uh, people are talking crap about the album because of him, not because of the music itself. I hated his last album, um, and I really, really like this one. So yeah, that's my thing of the week. I'm not going to get into it because it's not a music podcast, but um, my thing of the week is Kanye West, and my thing of the week is his album, Life of Pablo. So yeah. So I want to say a few things about that. One... <laughs> It's fine to disagree with someone. Nothing wrong with that. But I will say he's trying to take down the Pirate Bay because he's going to sue them. One of the top one of the top torrents right now is that album. And he thinks you can just sue the Pirate Bay. Oddly enough, he, I just literally like 10 minutes ago, he tweeted out saying that the, the number one and he, he, he posted the, the chart on Billboard. The number one streamed song of the week is Waves from from his album. Now, so, Billboard at first you know, couldn't use anything on right. there that was relating to that album because of title. So I'm not sure that changed. Is that what happened? I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Listen, I have no idea. Because it couldn't be rated due to the whole title thing. I, I don't have know. no idea. Anyways. But it's, it's there. So it's since there. we took so much time on your thing of the week, you had the controversial thing of the week. Um, my thing of the week is the World of Warcraft Chronicle Volume 1. Not that controversial. That's pretty cheese. Um, <laughs> so, look, I, I play WoW every once in a while, and one of the things I don't know much about is the lore. 
And that's most likely because I don't read the books and I don't really look into it that much, of course. Um, so I'm excited about this. It's, it looks like an awesome book. And that's it. I mean, there's nothing controversial about that one. I wonder if Kanye West plays World of Warcraft. No, they don't think he can even get past. What do you think? What do you think he would be if he played World of Warcraft? A dwarf? No, <laughs> like a dwarf. Yeah. He is short. I think he's like a five eight. Female dwarf. Oh man, damn! You're going in on Kanye now. No, I think no, he'd be no. some kind of. That's him hiding his his identity. That's how you have to do it. I think he'd be some kind of mage character or something like that. Blood Elf Mage would work too. Yeah, yeah I, I think I feel like he would get banned from ha- for hacking on, on WoW or something like that. I feel like he'd be like that kind of player. I don't know. All right, look, enough about him being a dwarf, right? I don't want to get sued. I love, if you're listening, Kanye, I love you. All right, anyway, so let's talk about Pacific Rim Two. Yes. Uh, did you like the first one? I loved the first one. I, the, you know that's that was. That was one of the, my favorite movies that I've seen in um, in IMAX 3D. That was an IMAX 3D movie. That's like a, the definition of an IMAX 3D movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I really, Guillermo del Toro is one of my favorite directors. Um, he's one of the reasons I got into film like really, really bad. Like not bad, but really like heavily. Um, so I really, really enjoyed the first one. And I've been dying for a sequel. Um, so I'm really excited that, that it's going to happen. He's not directing it, but... I know that's that was the big the the big blow for me was that yeah. um, I love the first Pacific Rim. I felt like it opened up a universe for sequels. Yes, <laughs> like you know you can go down so many paths with that story alone. Yeah, yeah, no, I um, yeah, and so the the director of the new one it's Stephen S. Knight, who was the showrunner uh, for Marvel's Daredevil, um, and he created Spartacus. So I mean, it's his directorial debut, but. He's definitely got it. He's going to have the chops, you know? I mean, look, I I just really want them to have fun with it like Guillermo did because that was exactly what I wanted in a a movie that had mechs. No, and at the end of the day, this is Del Toro's baby, so I'm sure he – I mean, he's still producing and all that stuff, so he's going to be – I'm sure he'll be supervising it every step of the way anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know I'm a bit afraid of that, but – uh, let me see. What's a good example of another movie that succeeded after their director left? Well, actually, no. This is almost like Star Wars, right? Like the next Star Wars movie we're getting. We're not going to have the exact. Yeah, it's, it's it, you have Ryan Johnson instead of J.J. Abrams, um, but we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's going to be good crap out of money. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's um, hope for the best on that. End. Do you think so? The first one made a four hundred eleven million dollars worldwide. Do you think this one will make more than that, or no? I don't know. I really don't know. I, you know what? The marketing is such a big part of it too, and I'm sort of understanding uh, understanding that more because of Deadpool, because the marketing on that movie alone, I think. Honestly, push those numbers. So the marketing, I think Deadpool's marketing campaign is like the, one of the top. Like I would say top three. Central, yeah. Trolling. Top three. Mar- trolling. Top three marketing campaigns for a movie of all time. Yeah. Like, it just it was like perfect and like just how like they did like the Valentine's Day trailer and like the I just it was not trailer sorry poster and like it was just the way they marketed that movie was genius. Yeah, no, it really was. I, I loved it. So, um, anyways, we're talking Deadpool again. Uh, next up, we have Daredevil. Daredevil. Um, New tease this week released. We got we got three teases, actually. Okay, okay, was it three this week? We got three. We got Daredevil. He was... Or it was between this week and last week. Yeah. Had, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Daredevil, who he was, like, tied on a pole with, like, he had, like, all these chains around him. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. We got The Punisher... 
was played by John Bernthal, Shane from The Walking Dead. Yeah, I call him um, Ear Nipples, by the way. Why? Because he has big ears? He has, like, what looks like nipples at the bottom of his ear. He has huge ears. Um, (laughs) His... His little teaser thing was the coolest one out of the three. Yeah. I yes. know what I, so the big one this week was Electra. Well, yeah, yeah. It was, came out today. I'll actually. be honest. I am not really. I was like sort of like, eh, about this Electra. I mean, it's she's going to be better than, and it's, it's not her fault, but it's going to be better than Jennifer Garner's version of Electra. It's, it's going to be. Let's, it's let's gonna, be honest. Anything would be better than that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. You know I, a little sidetrack, but I had a huge crush on Jennifer Garner when I was younger because of Daredevil. Uh-huh. I, I saw that movie in theaters like three times just because of Jennifer Garner. Yeah, you know what? I did see it a few times. And, you know, when I, I saw Daredevil with Ben Affleck, I liked it as a kid. I enjoyed it as a kid. I grew up and I, 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 just, yeah. I started saying, you know what? I need to dislike this. I, I'll still mess with the, the, the with the director's cut. The director's cut's, like, way better than, yeah. than the original version. It's okay. Um, it's not a horrible movie. It's super cheese, though. I saw I saw a really good—it was, like, a meme, I guess, on, on the internet. It was— uh, it was 26. It said 2016, the year of redemption. And on the left, it was a picture of half the picture was uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil. The other half is uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. And then it's half of a picture of Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, and half of a picture of Ryan Reynolds as uh, yeah as Deadpool. Um, but um, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But well, I guess <laughs> Daredevil. But anyways, like I said. Um, Electra seemed okay. She didn't seem as badass yet, even though she was, you know, using her swords and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, we have yet to see really what she's going to be doing. It's literally like a five-second snippet that we yeah, see. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. But she is the love interest, so she's so, sort of making a comeback. Well, she – so the way, they're, the way they're playing on the show, she is an ex-girlfriend of his in college. Um, so – in the the trailer that we've seen, it, it looks like he's gonna have some kind of love thing with um, I forgot her name now, with Deborah and Wool's character. Uh, the oh, I see what you mean. I forgot her name. Names uh, are, re- are irrelevant. Start talking. I'm gonna look up her name. But anyways, um, so she's played by Lodi Young. Is that Young? Young. Young. I don't know. Young. I, I don't know. Um, she was in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Can't yeah. remember her for the life of me. I actually and, I didn't see the David Fincher version of the movie. Oh. Well, she was in also <laughs> G.I. Joe Retaliation. So that, G.I. Joe! That one sort of sucked. Um, I don't think people remember that at all. So anyway, so yeah, so she's the love interest in this, in in season two. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get another love interest, though, because he's sort of like touching some blonde girl's face in the rain. Did you see that? Yeah, that's that's uh that's the the girl I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna have like a, a triangle thing going. I'm yeah, but and then Foggy Nelson likes her, so there's gonna be a weird kind of thing going on. Oh, like threesomes. I mean, this isn't rated R, so <laughs> you know I don't yeah. know. Karen Page, damn it! There you go. I still don't know who that is. Just Karen by, Page. By She's telling me the name. She Karen Page that character. She remember she she ends up working with them at the law office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her, her. It, yeah, I see where she's from. I think I think she's gonna be the, the major love interest this season, and I think that Electra's gonna go in there and throw throw a wrench in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it, the, the, hold, the coolest teaser though was Punisher. Yeah, no, of course, because everyone wants the Punisher. Um, 
You know what? I, how do you like him as the Punisher, by the way? Um, John I mean, Bernthal. Uh, he's always going to be Shane from The Walking Dead to me. First, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I sh- um, when when they first announced him as 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 Daredevil as, as the Punisher, I was like, because it's physically I can't see because I'm used to like a bigger version of Frank Castle. Like I don't know, but yeah, super gritty kind of. But like, I mean, I mean yo, he sort of suits it to be honest. Yo, yo, he's played. It looks like he's going to play a super crazy version of Frank Castle, which. I mean, when I saw this last teaser where he's walking out carrying Daredevil's helmet uh, or, or mask or whatever, I was like, man, that's 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 Frank Castle. That's that's the Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think uh, well, I don't know if I'm guessing he's like the main antagonist of, of the season. I think so. I mean, I don't. You know, they may reveal something down like halfway yeah. through the through the yeah. season. Because I feel like it's 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 almost like a parallel to Batman vs Superman, where yeah. like they're making it out to be like, oh, these two are gonna be the, the two main going against going against each other. But that's what and I was gonna say. I was gonna bring that up too. Yeah, there has to be a there has to be a bigger villain. Well, if you think about, it, we have like a trio going. We have the Punisher, and you know, and Batman. If, we have Batman, the Punisher. Then we have Superman and. Daredevil, and then if, we have Wonder Woman. Yeah, Electra. I'll tell you what: if we have Electra on this season, I think the Hand is going to come into play, and I think the Hand is going to be. Um, I think they might end up being the the, the big big villains of the season. Um, you never know, dude. They might. Yeah. Be in, yeah. Yeah. Be exciting. Because why else do you put Electra in there? I mean, yeah. So I think uh, I, that's my prediction. Yeah. Let's see if it goes down the way of BVS. BVS. <laughs> All right, so we have to do a quick off the top three. Off the top three. So we have it's Oscar week. The Oscars are this weekend, and I, we thought it would be fun to do. We picked five categories from the Oscars. I'm gonna read the nominees for each really quick. I'm gonna say who I think is gonna win that category, and you're gonna say who you think is gonna win in that category. The first category we're doing is best picture. Uh, nominees are The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant Room, Spotlight, Sergio. Who's taking best picture? I want to say The Revenant, but I feel like M- Mad Max might actually take it. So I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little torn on a couple of them. I, man, I want to say Mad Max Fury Road, but I feel like the Academy is gonna go through. It's gonna be, I think Mad Max. I'll say Mad Max. I'll say. You Fury. know what? They also hate Leo, so I'll, I'll say Fury Revenant's Road. not gonna do it. I'll say, I'll say Fury Road. Fury Road's gonna win it. So you right. say you say Fury Road. I'll say Fury Road. All right. So that's that's the same for both of us. All right. The next one. Martian was good too. I just feel like well, there's two yeah, space but, movies going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be one either Fury Road or Revenant. Yeah. All right. So after the leading role, we got Brian Cranston for Trumbull, Matt Damon for The Martian, Leo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. Who's taking it? Eddie, dude. The Danish Eddie? Girl. I, I have to say, like at least he he blew me away with that role, man. So so here's what's gonna happen. Revenant was amazing too. Don't get me wrong, but they just hate Leo. Here's what's gonna happen. This is the year that they're gonna give the Oscar to Leo DiCaprio for for the Revenant, and it's gonna be the one year that he doesn't deserve the Oscar. I don't think he deserves it for the Revenant. Um, I think the uh, problem with that role is that it's a lot of uh, 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 exactly yeah, it's a lot of moans. Uh, uh, um, I still, I'm always gonna be salty about the fact that he didn't win for the Aviator. Um, I think that was the movie that he should have won the Oscar for. Um, Eddie Red, Eddie Redmayne won the Oscar last year. 
So I don't know what the chances of him winning this. Year. Although the thing with the Danish girls, like I thought it was not that great of a movie. He was just really good in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it, it's it's anytime you have some kind of a transformative role, um, that's usually a high contender. But I think I think this is the year they're finally going to give it to Leo. So I'm going to say Leo. All right. So, all right. All right. Actors in the leading role: Kate Blanchett and Carol, uh, Brie Larson and Room, J Law and Joy. Uh, Charlotte Rampling in 45 years and Swarsey Ronan in Brooklyn I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they're gonna give it to Brie Larson in room uh, you know what I'll probably go with Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence that's another case of uh, oh, no. a movie that's not so good but that somebody's really good in it cause she's really good in it but the movie's like whatever um, so alright so no, I no, say no, no. you know what no I'm gonna go oh, dang it I, want, I don't wanna go with the same one you're going with cause I, I think I mean, room was you, just amazing though you, you could there's no rule that saying you can't you can't do the same one that I'm doing. I hated Brooklyn. I think it sucked. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll do Brie Larson too. All right, cool. So two for Brie. After the supporting role, Christian Bale, The Big Short, Tom Hardy, The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo, Spotlight, Mark Rylance, Bridge of Spies, Sylvester Stallone, Creed. Who was Mark? Who's who's Mark in Bridge of Spies? Uh, I don't remember. I don't. I have no idea. I don't remember. You know what? I'll go with Christian Bale in The Big Short, though, because he I he wasn't as much of a douche in that. So that's a transformative role. So that's just a little won the Golden Globe for Creed for Best Supporting Actor. Tom Hardy was probably the best part of The Revenant. Um, so I want to I want to see. I'm I've sort of seen that. I've seen him play that kind of role before. You know what? I'm gonna say so much. So I'm gonna have a wild card. No, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Stallone. I'm gonna say Stallone. Man, I, I think they might give it to him I, just look, to give it to him. I, I'm a huge Rocky fan, but I cannot say he was. He blew me away with that. I, it was. It's just. I just have that. I have that feeling of the kind of using to throw that. And if it's not him, it'll be Tom Hardy. But my my prediction is gonna be so much for that one. All right. All right. All right. Actress in a supporting role: Jennifer Jason Leigh, Hateful Eight, Rudy Mara, Carroll, Rachel McAdams, Spotlight, Alicia Vikander, Danish Girl, Kate Winslet, Steve Jobs. Who are you going with? I would say so. For me, it's between Winslet and Jennifer Jason Leigh. I'm gonna say Jennifer Jason Leigh for Hateful Eight. Yeah, same, same. Uh, you know, I think it's it's only because there's a lot of dramas, right? Like Carol. Spotlight, the Danish girl, Steve yeah. Jobs, all yeah, dramas, yeah. and the Evil Eight is like an action film. Where it, it's it, she was, she was, she was, she was really good in it too. Um, I think I think it'll be if it's not her, it'll be Kate Winslet. But I'm gonna go with Jennifer Jason Leigh. Um, and then last category, directing, uh, The Big Short, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, Room, or Spotlight. I think for me, Inyari Two is gonna get it for The Revenant. I don't think it should be The Revenant. I think it should be Mad Max Fury Road, uh, George Miller. But I think that uh, Inyari Two is gonna take it for The Revenant for Best Director. You know what's funny is that here I find myself picking the one that I would watch again, and I, I have to say Fury Road. Fury Road, George Miller. Because I love The Revenant. I think it was really, really good. No, you know what? I'll give it to The Revenant. I actually, I, I saw an interview with the director, and I was like, "Holy crap, that was great." I actually didn't. I liked The Revenant. I didn't think it was amazing. I think it had amazing cinematography. I think it'll probably win for best cinematography, but um, I, I don't think it was as amazing as a lot of people make it out to be. But I did enjoy it. But I do, he's an only, I think he's an only best director just because of every like it's the whole package. So yeah, yeah, same. Right, so how much is that? Wait, wait, that's more than five. No, that was five. No, that was three six. 
Maybe. No, I was five. We did. We did five. I was five. Dude, my eyes can't get any more narrow than this. So that's it. Off the top three, done. <laughs> that, that wasn't really off the top three. That was uh, off the top five. That's what I'm saying, man. We're breaking rules <laughs> that we established. So, I mean, we talked about Wolverine. That was our next topic since we already did. I think we could bring up a few more things such as um, this is his last Wolverine. And I think this is the seventh time he said that now. He's been playing the role for 16 years, <laughs> which is insane. So, so which Over was, a decade should be like a rule. Which poses a question. You can't – do you recast him or do you just write Wolverine out and not show him again in movies? Because you can't – he's been playing it for so long. I don't think you can recast that role. I think this is just one of those things where it's going to have to reboot. The Marvel Universe, we're going to see the same thing happening. It's going to have to reboot. They'd have to reboot. They'd have to reboot the entire X-Men Universe. Everything. So Deadpool, like, everything. Like, I I don't... Man, I think just started a franchise with Deadpool, and then the next one's Deadpool and Cable. So I I don't know. I, I think that... I think they should write him out. And just leave it open in case he ever comes yeah, back. Yeah, I agree. I prefer that instead of a recast. You can't. I don't think you can recast because even like in the Marvel universe, like if you cast Iron Man, if you recast um, Iron Man when when um, when he leaves, like he hasn't been playing the role for sixteen years. Like this is sixteen years, man. Like I was like fifteen when basically, or like when when he first played, and I'm almost thirty. So it's like I don't know. Uh, you you can't you can't recast that role. I just yeah, I don't. You can't don't play an immortal while you age. It's a little off. I don't I don't I don't see it happening. I don't know. Um, I hope they don't recast him. Uh, me neither. I think yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually love him in the roles. X two is still like one of my favorite X Men related movies, and he was awesome in that. So um, I'm pretty sure he'll probably make a comeback if they push. You know, if they throw enough money at him. If, if they don't do an old man Logan storyline now, that I, would be insane. Yeah, awesome. I th- yeah, I I think he'll go away for a while. And then I think he eventually he will do an old man Logan. Like I'm talking about like 10, 15 yeah. years down the line. Um, if they don't do it now. Um, you know what? They but, can also kill him off. He's died in the comics. Yeah, but he's he's sort of dead. Uh, what, what did they? Oh, do? you know what? They can bring his son. Is it his son? Right. He he does have a son who ends up becoming one of the future X Men. But he also has like in the comics now he a, a female clone of him is Wolverine. So I mean, there's a lot of things you could do um, to keep Wolverine in the universe without it being him. So we'll see. We'll see what Fox does. We'll see what Fox. Uh, I'm still hoping for a small cameo in Apocalypse. Um, cause it'll be nice to have a final battle for him, not just in a solo movie, but on the, in one of the ensemble movies too. I'm so, surprised at all to see that. Yeah. I think it's so, sort of common to have him. He's like, um, I don't know. What isn't he in almost every X-Men movie? Yeah, he's in every with cameos though. He's in. A, he's in, in. He had that cameo in the bar in first class. Yeah, he told uh, Xavier and and Magneto to f off, which is like one of the best cameos ever. Lines, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure um, he got paid a lot for that. Yeah. One so, um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. With him. All right. So since we're running, it, we're we're pretty much out of time. We've been uh, out of time. time. I mean, it's been more than two minutes by the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have a few other little lines here. Um, not lines. Uh, stories here. The HTC. Vive, which for some reason I put HTV on the overlay. Um, okay, so that's pretty much the Oculus's competitor. Right. And, you know, I was rooting for this one because Valve is working with them. And one of the big problems is that it was announced starting, I think, at $800. 
that's that's the, the Rift is six hundred. So you so, know what this this is this is sort of hurting me because they're treating these things like bigger than consoles, but they're in a sense like an add-on. They're like it's like buying a controller, and this makes me not care for the VR experience. So I, I'm gonna stick to cardboard right now. I uh, I plan on getting a Rift. I, you know, I'm super excited about VR. Yeah, um, no, no, I am too. I love VR. Yeah, I, just, um, I don't want to pay eight hundred dollars. It's it's for yeah, all it's these ex- cameras and it's expensive. It's expensive. Um, I, I I think I'm gonna yeah, I'd rather pay six hundred than eight hundred. So I think I'm definitely gonna go with the Rift. Um, did you see that amazing picture? This week, so Mark um, Zuckerberg was at a. He was in Barcelona because that's where Samsung uh, launched their, their new phones, and he was there promoting the um, the, the Gear VR because it uses Rift technology. And there's a pic, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a picture of him in the hall with everybody that's there. They're wearing a yeah. the, they're wearing a VR, and he's walking by them, and nobody's noticing. And people are saying it's like the beginning of the Matrix or like 1984, one of those things. So I thought that was really funny. Hey, listen, I'm all for the Matrix as long as I'm on the side that gets all the awesome weapons. and you know. <laughs> as, long, as long as I can do Kung Fu. Like, exactly, you know. yeah. Like, I just learn it that way. I'm good. Um, so, yeah, that covers that. Um, I'll, what else? Okay, so the last thing is Morgan Freeman. That's, vo- that's all the, I put. The voice of God. Yeah, so this is really, really awesome. Um, I had to put this in here because... Do you use Waze? Uh... Occasionally, I'm more of a Google Maps kind of guy, but I, I I use waves occasionally when I want to laugh with the voices. So listen, let's see if you can hear this. I hope you can. I may be the vice president of America, but you're the president of this car, and it's time to take action. Did you? That's that? it's so inspiring. Isn't that awesome? It's so inspiring. It makes you, know you want. I, so I pretty much live in a box. Okay, so I, I don't go out more than like once every two weeks right now. But I want to drive just to hear Morgan Freeman talk to me. Like he's like my virtual friend it's, when it's I'm the, alone. It's the voice of God. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't yeah. have the whole awkward like. Isn't he dating like his daughter or something like that? I don't know. I don't know if he's putting pulling some Woody Allen thing, but <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that covers everything. I think um, nothing else in the news. I mean, there's stuff. We can can talk about Kanye more if you want. No, no, no. We have no time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we will talk about um, some new stuff that we have coming up, such as another Origins special. Yeah, I want to do – I want to do – I'm not even going to say it because then if I say it, it doesn't happen. No, no, no. We have to prepare people for the things that are coming. So yeah, yeah. Well, I want to do I want to do a Rip Hunter one um, because of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to try to get you to do one of the one for, for Rip Hunter. Yeah, we're going to plan out some some interviews, guys, so we can actually trickle things along the timeline, so you don't have to wait for us every week. We're going to have a, a special guest on next week. We're probably going to have like a comic uh, book correspondent because we can't. We don't have time for all Even though I read comics every week, I don't have time to read every single thing. So we'll probably have special guest comic correspondent on next week. Um, little things like that that uh, that will be cool. And like we're, you know, the video, we're on video now. So 
to add a nice little element to the show. Yeah, and um, like I said, one one of the things we want to bring back to are roundtables. It's just that there's you don't want to flood the month with roundtables because it's very easy to do. But I think people love hearing a bunch of people talk about one thing. And that's why I love our roundtables. The, the most successful one we've had was the Game of Thrones one. That was that was seriously awesome yeah, to listen. That to. was fun. And we were drunk. We were drunk. A what? Oh uh, yeah. You know what? My wife had. We, we were drunk. My wife. Yeah. She. Uh, Kate put out that, a bunch of drinks. That should be the fruit. Thing. That should fruit. be the thing. every every roundtable we do. We should be intoxicated. But what if we have kids on? I mean. I don't think we'd have kids on now. I think about it though. Yeah, we're not gonna have kids on on, on our own table. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So we do want to bring back some things, and I think the big thing to bring back uh, to to keep in mind is that we're back. And um, it's been a long it's been a long time. And hopefully, I'll be able to fix this buffer issue on YouTube because I hate Comcast, and this is a business a- account. So for some reason, we're buffering right now on YouTube. With bad video settings And my buffer is set up to 3,000 People don't know what that means I was about about to say whatever that means (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, okay guys So I think that's the show Anything else you want to say last second? Um, Kanye West for president 2020 Uh, Can't think of anything else, no Let's hope to God that doesn't happen As well (laughs) as Trump Um, So, guys, if you want to hear this again Check us out on SoundCloud yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, yeah, see you guys next week. Thanks for the 45 minutes. Later, guys. Peace. Now, if you want to interact with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook and Google+. So check out the show description for those details as well. And finally, if you want to support the podcast and help us out, the best way is to subscribe and share. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or just manually by adding us to your favorite podcatcher through our RSS feed. To your friends, family, enemies, personal robotic butlers, anyone you can think of, we'd really, really appreciate it. We really would.